What's going on, everybody? What's going on, everybody? My name is Jesse Rivera, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Comic Talk, the podcast. As I stated earlier, my name is Jesse Rivera, and I am your host today. I have on the podcast Ms. Alicia Davis, really good friend of mine. We kind of started out together, and we have stayed friends, and we've helped each other along the way, supported each other along the way. And this weekend, Saturday, February the 8th, her show, Love Horrors, H-O-R-R-O-R-S, not to be confused, not to be mispronounced, Love Horrors, will make its debut at the Sacramento Comedy Spot. I'll let her tell you what that show is all about. This show will feature her, Alicia Davis. We'll also feature Emily Peterson. And we'll also feature Carolyn the Comic. That's a fire lineup. Dude, speaking of a fire lineup, or how about we call it a dope lineup? Speaking of a dope lineup, earlier that day. So remember, Love Horrors is at 10.30 on Saturday, February the 8th. But earlier in the day, 8 p.m., the Dope Room is back. If you don't know how to get to the Dope Room, you better talk to somebody who knows how to get to the Dope Room because seating is limited. And here we go. The Dope Room will feature Miriam Wasabi, Emma Haney, Artie Valenzuela, Carolyn the Comic, Jesse Rivera, what? and Melissa McGillicuddy. That's going to be a great night get to the dope room then get to love horror but for now enjoy my podcast with alicia davis peace thank you though all right uh hi my name's alicia davis and i'm very happy to be here on jesse's show i'm very happy to have you you can laugh (laughs) (laughs) okay you're right that yeah things get awkward yeah oh i hope it's not awkward (laughs) not we shouldn't be we've known each other now just over a year maybe oh my god i think it's almost two years well we met in Robert Berry's Stand Up 101 class, which was like September of 2018. So like a year, maybe okay, yeah. almost a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. And uh, I remember when class was ending, like, I like, oh, let me say, how, how can I say this kindly? I remember when class was ending, I looked around the classroom and I was like, there's some people in this class I really want to stay friends with, but not all of them. <laughs> But some of them I really want to stay friends with. And I was like, oh, I hope I don't lose track of Alicia because she seems really funny. Yeah, I like I you know, it's weird. Right when I met you and Emily, it was like we just kept running into each other, too. And like, yeah, um, I know it's great. I'm glad that we all were like brought together and then we still are like intertwining it's awesome yeah yeah it our paths keep crossing yeah i i I couldn't be happier about it i know same here yeah i couldn't be happier about it and and now i love that like you know even like you and emily and like you and carolyn and and you guys are just like like finding each other and being creative and and 
and uh, holding each other up, right? Yeah, and we all found each other at a good time because we uh, needed to be encouraged. But like you said, uh, kind of have to sift out the people that are delusional and not as funny as they think they are. Oh, right? <laughs> or not as, okay, we could go down this path with it or just not as dedicated to it. Because like a lot of people talk about like, you know, oh, we're going to do this or we're going to do this, but you never see anything materialize. Yeah. You know, or, or, oh, let's get together and write. Okay, yeah. Oh, I'm busy. Oh, I'm going to go to the movies. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go on a date. Or, you know, there's just always like we you, you we meet all these people that say they, they want to work as hard, but when push comes to shove. And people don't realize either that it just is like little building blocks that it's not like you don't have to go run a marathon, but see just over a year and a half how much has been accomplished. Right. Yeah, but it's just like step by step. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it ha- it is a building process, like building blocks. You are absolutely right. Uh-huh. And then um, I've always liked to use the analogy, too, is like sometimes you meet these people and you're able to build something with them and like you can't even explain how. It's just like Legos, like, it just they just stick together like it works like it's not supposed to but it does and look it made it you know yeah completely yeah yeah like you and emily got telenovela and then uh and that just came up and comic talk yeah which you just uh you guys came like birthed that idea too and you were a guest on the live comic talk yeah wasn't that fun that that night really made me see like a bigger vision of like the live episodes yeah it was so much fun. Dang. Yeah, no, that was a lot of fun. When's your next one for that? My next one for that, I could be wrong on the date, but it is uh, February. It's on a Friday night, and I believe it's February 21st. Uh-huh. And it's, it's going to be on a Friday night at the Sacramento Comedy Spot. I believe it's February 21st at 1030. And the guests for that one, and let me tell you that after I had you and Tina as guests on the on the podcast, the interview, I loved the interview so much that I made the note that, like, the guests should always know each other. Yeah. Like, and if and if at all possible, they should be buddy-buddy. Like, they should be really good friends with each other because they should, they should be able to banter off each other because you guys made it so easy for me that night. Like, it, there wasn't any awkwardness. Yeah. You know? um, so, with that in mind, uh, the guests for the next... Uh, live comic talk is uh, Ruby Setnick and Miriam Masavi. Oh, that's going to be so fun. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm so excited about it. And we're going to do it a little bit different. We're going to do shorter sets and a longer interview. So okay. the sets are going to be like five minute sets, which is really good because both those girls are just hitters like boom, boom, boom. Like yeah. A five minute set from one of them could leave you exhausted. Like you could be like, all right, I'm done. I'm dying over here. <laughs> and, and then that's going to leave it uh, open for a, lo- a little bit longer of an interview. So. Oh, good. I'm really excited about that. That's cool. Yeah. But we don't want to talk about my show. Let's talk about <laughs> your show. <laughs> Love horse. Dun, dun. I was so excited. I cannot like I literally said, fuck yes. When I saw that you were producing a show. Oh, my gosh. So I go for it. Was like running and I like to run around McKinley Park in the morning and it's like sometimes I'll get an idea and then I'll um, come home and write it down or and then I'll look at it a couple days later and think like, oh, that's fucking stupid. 
But <laughs> but like that idea, I had it, and then I came home and I saw and Johnny was there, and I told him about the idea, and I'm like, I gotta send this to uh, the comedy spot uh-huh. to to see if I can um, get that 10:30 showtime. And then she wrote me back. She's like, this doesn't really sound like us, but we're going to send it over to the stand-up coordinator. And then, like, two weeks later, she wrote back. She's like, Brian Crawl said you can do it. And I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And then immediately I thought of Emily and Carolyn because they're just hilarious. They're so funny, and a lot of their material has to do with, like, love romance dating yeah so can you set the premise of what the show is yeah the premise is um horror stories like love horror stories horror like the movie genre horror. so it's called love horrors yes h-o-r-r-o-r-s okay and uh but the yeah the wordplay is what's so because funny. all the listeners at home were like whores yeah whores <laughs> yeah and I can't I can call them these are my whore friends love whores yeah yeah so uh, I am I you know it's gonna be all new material so I'm excited I'm kind of nervous about that but I'm I really have to get it solidified but we're workshopping it together that's awesome so like you're hosting it and then they tell their you're hosting Polly Tell a Story, and then they tell stories. Yeah, so we're each going to shoot for like eight minutes. Nice. Uh-huh. And when is that? That's going to be February 8th at 1030. Do you know who's before you? Oh, Anti-Cooperation League, if it's a yeah. Saturday? Yeah, so. Yeah, okay, so it'll be Anti-Cooperation League. Nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, how excited are you guys about it? We're pumped. Yeah. We've got to have a, we've got to do a, uh, what is, like rehearsal. Uh-huh. We need to do that. And I think it would be cool if we got all costumed up, like did big hair and like dead zombie face makeup. I know a makeup girl. Oh, really? <laughs> Dope. <laughs> I do. Well, I've been watching Dracula a lot. Okay. Have you seen that on Netflix? No. Oh, my God. It's great. Dracula? It's called Dracula. Oh, Dracula. Yeah. So it's like drag, whore drag. So like Dracula is a drag queen? Um, it's like drag queens, but they're all like horror themed. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. No, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, it's great. Uh, I just watched the, uh, don't fuck with cats. Oh my God. I watched the first episode. How, is that all you could take? Cause I, I should have stopped. Yeah. No, I spent <laughs> most of the time with my head under a pillow, just like kind of asking, is it okay for me to look yet? Uh huh. Yeah. I, w- I watched the whole thing in one sitting. <laughs> And then I got the fuck out of the house. <laughs> oh, my God. It was creepy. Do uh, they show? They show the I, stuff, they, right? It's it's rough. Watch it. It's Ugh. sometimes you got to go there. Sometimes you got to go there. You know it, right? You're an artist. Well, I had my head under the pillow and I could hear like I knew. I know of two things that happened uh-huh. to the cats. Yeah. But I didn't have to watch it. <sighs> it's rough stuff. Are you a cat person? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm not even, I'm not really a dog person. You know, I have that joke that um, goes like, it's like, it's like, it's more socially acceptable to tell people that you hate babies than it is to tell them that you hate dogs. Yes. (laughs) So I was just, I just followed up with like, dogs are all right, I guess. Uh (laughs) You, you, uh, you kind of like segued into comedy from writing. 
Yes. Can I say that? Yeah, definitely. Is that how it happened? Yeah, because I, I like had my like blog going for a couple of years and it was just funny stories. Mm-hmm. And then I started working at a high school, a Catholic high school. Oh, boy. And so I had to take all of it down. And um, then I thought, well, I have to still, like, get this out of me. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's when I took the class with you guys. Because it's like I can at least write it and read it in front of people. And then it turned into, like, me really liking doing stand-up. When you took the class, did you think it was just going to be like an exercise, like, let me get this out of me? Because I kind of thought it was going to be that way, too. Yeah, I almost thought it'd be like doing the moth or something, you know, like those NPR stories, uh-huh. like funny uh, nonfiction stories that you tell. But I was it was great. And I love Robert Barry. He was a good teacher. And he really was. Uh huh. Right? Yeah. 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 And then I got to know him. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's a great teacher. He's 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 such a comedian, you know. Yeah. But it was it was a great class. But I I really thought that I was just gonna check the box. I took the class. I'm done with it now. Let's see what I'm gonna do. But I can't. I don't think I'm never gonna stop. No, I took it twice. Oh, you did? Yeah, I took it again. Oh, with Robert again. Uh-huh. That's why sometimes I get confused about what time frame I oh, took it. Oh, okay. Because I took it with another set of people, and I can't remember if I did the one, if it was before the one with you and Emily or after. So are the, is that other set of people still around? Did you stay friends with any of them? I think there was one guy, but I'm not sure if he was in our class. Okay, so then that class was definitely not as cool as our class. Oh, no, not at we all. Because we still had David Coleman, too. Yeah. 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 I does he still do? Yeah, he still does. He did he did a he did a set at the open mic at the Invisible Disabilities open mic the other night. Oh, okay. And it was so good. Have you ever heard this joke about California? Oh, and avocados? Yeah. Yeah. Like, we're gonna take our maiden name back of Mexico. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was yeah. Uh yeah, so that was yeah, our class was great. So sorry, I kinda I kinda sidetracked, but yeah. You stepped into comedy from writing. Yeah. And um, it's perfect because I was mostly like just humorist writer anyways. Mm-hmm. So um, it's it's a perfect for me. I remember some of those first like and OK, so when when I was listening to you at in our stand up one one class, you know, like I was like. I didn't see you as a comic. I saw I like I didn't I didn't hear you as a comic. I heard you as a as a satirist as as a writer. Like when you were telling jokes, you were reading a story to me. Like yeah, that's how I saw it. And I think at that point, like you were you were writing it all down. Still, it was yeah, it was more like you were just reading your story out loud. Yeah, it was because I wrote that story about cyber stalking that guy. Uh huh. Then I had another story where I talked about how I peed my pants at work. But oh, like, yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> I thought it happened because I was sitting on the toilet and the pee just shot out of me uh-huh. in the wrong direction and soaked my pants. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. And then, um, so now we're taking a storytelling class together. Yeah. How much fucking fun is it, man? I love that class, and we have such a great group of people. I I walked into that class like like the kid on the first day of school, 
right? Like, I already knew Janae was going to be in the class. Mm-hmm. Who's, she's in telenovela with us. And so I was excited about, about okay, well, I was like, at least I'm going to have someone to hang out with, you know? And I am a Johnny Taylor fanboy. And I was like, oh, my God, I get to hang out with Johnny Taylor for two hours for the next <laughs> four Mondays? Fuck yeah, how much you want? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? And so I was just excited about that. And then I didn't know that, like, Tina San Lucas was going to be in there. And, like, I didn't know, like... I was kind of hoping you were going to be there. I was like, I think maybe Alicia will be there. And then you were. And then, but then, like, bonus David Thorne. Oh, I know. Oh, my And gosh. Buddy. And Buddy. Yeah, I could listen to David Thorne just talk all day. Like He's so funny. And, like, his, like, southern accent. Yeah, and the way he, the way he talks and then just his, his, his southern drawl. It's yeah. so great. Yeah, it is. So that show's going to be uh, what uh, Monday, the January the 27th. Yeah. And that's going to be at 7 o'clock at the Callback Bar. Yes, at the at the Punchlines Callback Bar. I'm pumped for that show. I'm super excited about that. So you've got two things coming up then. You've got your storytelling class, yep. graduation show, and then you've got the Love Horrors. I'm doing the same set at the storytelling class that I'm doing at Love Horrors. Oh, that kind of helps, huh? I Yeah, it yeah. does. Yeah. Do you ever, because you're a writer, do you ever uh, have trouble just putting the pen down and saying it's done? Yeah, totally. Even... Um, some of the stuff that I've interjected into that, into the nine minutes for the storytelling class, uh-huh. like some of those jokes I've had from a year ago that have just been like modified that I just keep end up changing. Okay. Yeah. And, um, I had my best set. I'm not even shitting you. It was like last Wednesday, Ben Rice show at the Sack Yard Brewer Brewing. Oh, those shows look hella fun. Dude, it was like when I walked in there, I was like, oh, man, how's this going to go? Like we're at this bar. All these people are talking so loud. And um, it ended up being probably the best show I did. And it was the first time I got paid. Nice. For a jo- for a show, I know. It's, um, Shout out to Ben Rice because I heard he's the man. Yeah, yeah. yeah that he's that his that he has these standards of shows that he puts on. Yeah, I got I got paid. It was the best set ever. But like, I am uh, a lot of like a couple of my high school students came out and saw me. My first like from when I very first started teaching at American River College, my student Courtney, who is um, amazing, she came to that show. And um, they were like, whoa, uh, that's pretty cool. I'm like, well, I mean, it's it's been like it's a year's worth of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How, how awesome is that to have one of your old students come by? Because, OK, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to try to tell this from a student's perspective. One, if a student is coming to see you at a if one of your former students is coming to see you at a comedy show, then they already think, oh, my old teacher's pretty cool. Let's go see her at a comedy show. But then you deliver the goods, and then it kind of, like, validates that they're like, I told you she was cool. I know. I got nervous about that, too, because I was like, I was like, oh, shit, I better be good. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you get to talk to them after the show? Yeah. I yeah. talked to them, and we all hung out, and so it was cool. That's great. That's great. Yeah. How yeah. Many, how many years have you been teaching now? Well, I started in... Maybe four years ago, I started. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I worked like corporate job 
uh, for a while. And then after I had my daughter, we moved to Sacramento and uh, I was a stay-at-home parent for like three years, Mm -hmm. which it was, that was crazy. I don't know if I am the kind of person that should have quit her job (laughs) to do that. (laughs) Yeah. But, but it was amazing. It was fun. My kids are like, they're probably better off for it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Where did you move here from? L.A. Wow, what part of L.A.? Because L.A. is huge. Oh, kind of like um, Culver City area. Okay. Yeah. And is that where you grew up? No, I'm from Lake Tahoe, actually. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. So Lake Tahoe to L.A., back to Sac? Yeah. And where? why did you leave Lake Tahoe? To go to school? Yeah, go to school. And it's really small. Like, it's South Lake Tahoe. It's like the casinos kind of. Uh-huh. T- it's towny, but it's like fun and People there are genuinely nice people and uh, everyone gets out, you know, it's like nature. And I think it's it's a unique place to have grown up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you left there like at 18 and then went to went to college in L.A.? I've been everywhere, Jesse, I swear. Yeah, I have. So even even that like my dad was actually in the military. We lived all over the place. We ended up in Lake Tahoe. Uh-huh. Because that's where him and my mom grew up. So oh, okay. we, in like middle school, we ended up in Tahoe. But I was born in L.A. Then we lived in San Francisco. Then um, we lived in Germany for a little while. How long did you live in Germany for? Three years. Oh, wow. So did you have to learn the language? No, because we lived. Uh, oh, we army lived base. Army base. And you didn't have to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How old were you, a teenager? Or were you? A- no, I was a kid. I was there for... Um, second third and fourth grade oh, okay, okay and then we lived in sacramento for one year elk grove okay and then moved to tahoe in sixth grade nice uh-huh. and so now here most recently you've been in sacramento what like set um seven years oh okay. no eight years almost so like 2012 yeah so this is the longest i've ever been oh, stationary okay. before do you love it? I love, uh, you know, it took me s- probably six or seven years to fall in love with Sacramento. But now I'm like, I actually couldn't think of another. I mean, I would I would live in L.A. again, but um, it have to be under specific conditions regarding <laughs> traffic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Traffic gives L.A. such a bad rep. Yeah. But um, Sacramento is amazing i love sacramento i love it too i've been here since 2013 uh-huh yeah so we've been here just about the same amount of time yeah yeah i absolutely love it here what's what's like uh what's your favorite place to go eat here like do you love the food or what is it yeah the food is great um i like taqueria maya on broadway oh um, yeah yeah i love burgers and brew Burgers and Brew is great because they're open so late oh really yeah <laughs> yeah they stay open super late um, what else do I like? Oh, Roxy Deli over kind of an East Sac. Mm, okay, I haven't been there. Oh, and San Pino's. They have that meatball sub. It's what? amazing. It's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's all good. What about Dad's Dad's Kitchen on Freeport? Oh, yeah, I like that place, too. Oh, that's too. a great place. They got some yeah. great burgers. Yeah. I, I love burgers. So do I. Yeah. I, like yeah. if I heard a place has a, if I hear a, a place has a great burger, I'm like, well, let's go check it out. Yeah. Like, that's probably one of my favorite, favorite foods. Yeah. Yeah. They just opened up a soul food place right down the street from me. I think uh, my mom's coming next week. I'm going to take her because oh, cool. I could sell her on the fried chicken. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know she'll I know she'll dig on that. Oh, cool. Yeah. 
They just opened one over there in Oak Park, Fixins. Oh. Uh, it's like, who's, I don't know. I haven't tried it yet either. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Hey, you and I uh, both love Bruce Springsteen. I know. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, it is awesome. Uh, I think, like, you told a story about, about uh, like, uh, you mentioned him in one of your stories one night. Yeah, I talked. And then I was like, well, she's into Springsteen? And then we started talking. And did you go see Blinded by the Light? Did yes. we have this conversation yeah, already? Yeah, I did. How many times did you cry? Um, I, I think like twice. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. Um, Bruce Springsteen is the shit. When did you get into him? Probably. Like when you were a teenager? No. No, uh, as an adult? Yeah, like probably like 28-ish. But I like this darkness on the edge of town uh, is awesome so i had this one joke where it was like darkness on the edge of town is after a six pack and then nebraska is the next morning oh <laughs> that's so true yeah nebraska takes me there it's suppressing it it's got i have to be in the mood for it like that highway patrolman song when uh, he says he pulls over the side of the highway and watches taillights disappear yeah yeah this makes me cry really <laughs> yeah. yeah but um yeah, I like it a lot. Too. Have you have you been able to see him live? No. Oh man, have you gotten close? No. Oh man, we got we got to go because uh, okay. I was telling uh, when I was talking to um, Robert Barry, like we kind of made a pact. We're like uh, we didn't we didn't tell Johnny about it, but we included him, and we said the next time Springsteen tours, the three of us are going: me, Robert, and Johnny. But I guess it's the four of us now. Okay. Yeah. The four of us will go. That's great. I definitely. I've seen him six times. Oh my gosh! But even but it didn't start until like, night. Well, I saw him the first time in 1999 mm-hmm. when uh, when they got back together, and then I saw him most recently uh, when he did the the Broadway shows. Oh wow! How was that? Dude, I'm still paying it off. <laughs> 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 did it, you go all the way to new york yeah yeah we had to go we went to new we went to new york and we were there for three days and we saw him on broadway one night and it was just like i, I can't even explain it like Damn. it was so good yeah that's so amazing. but that blinded by the light movie was so good yeah i feel like if bruce springsteen hadn't ended up like i've seen dvds of his concerts but like when you watch him perform, it's like if he didn't end up doing that, he would have been like a Joel Osteen or some shit like that. Like he mm-hmm. just can like suck. He's like a vortex of people's attention. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Bill Bird. Uh, I don't know if he's got a bit about it or he did or he talked about it on his podcast. He talked about going to a Springsteen concert on his podcast and you can find the clip and he talks about like he's like. Dude, like the crowd is singing along and they're carrying him up in the air, and it's only the third fucking song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, can we take a break? I'm tired. Oh, I think I've heard that before. Yes. Yeah, but he's like, and it's only the third fucking song. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah, it's he's amazing, and yeah, sometimes I get, sometimes I'll go down the rabbit hole and start watching like all these old live concert footage performances of him <laughs> and i love i i uh emily was waiting for me at at on the y the other night and uh i was listening to uh oh, i wanted to hear darkness on the edge of town uh-huh i don't know why i wanted to hear darkness on the edge of town 
So I put Darkness on the Edge of Town, and then I was like, okay, this drive should only take two songs. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so I put Darkness on the Edge of Town and then Backstreets. I was like, this is perfect. Uh, uh, the, the two perfect songs to hear. But then I got so caught up on Darkness on the Edge of Town, I missed my turn. <laughs> <laughs> so Emily was already like, where are you? And I was like, I'm five minutes away. She's like, okay. And then I was like, shit, I'm seven minutes away. I missed my turn. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> but then that gave me extra time. So then I added uh, racing in the streets. Oh, nice to to the mix. And then uh, I got to on the Y and I didn't even realize that I did this to Emily is like I walked in and she's like, what up? And I was like, dude, so I was listening to racing in the street. And I talked about the song for like five minutes. And she was like, <laughs> 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 like uh. Probably not what she wanted to talk about for five minutes. I'm Do sure. you feel like, like you know, before you go in for a job interview or something, and you can play like a song, like um, what's that Eminem song? The you only get one chance. Yeah, yeah lose yourself. Yeah. yeah, lose yourself. Like if you play a song like that before some, you know, some event that's kind of caused like a fork in your life's path or something. I think it helps, like pumps you up. Oh, it totally does. Uh huh. It totally does. I listen. I'm very uh uh cognizant of the music I'm listening to before a show. Fuck, I was telling Emily, oh no, Tina. Okay. So we were at the well, storytelling class. Tell. We were telling we were at the storytelling class. She was like totally down in the dumps and she's like I've been listening to a lot of sad music <laughs> lately. <laughs> she's like uh, uh, listening. I'm like who and then she names some people and she's like Elliot Smith I'm like oh, girl shit. you can't go there yeah, yeah. you have that stuff that's it's like, down in it yeah cause you you don't realize what you're doing to yourself well sometimes I do realize what I'm doing <laughs> to myself and let me say that, that uh, I'm a little bit of an enabler when it comes to uh, uh-huh. Tina San Lucas's sad music <laughs> because one time we were telling each other that we were both like in a horrible place like we were both like really depressed and I was like I'm depressed and she's like I'm depressed too and I was like I made this REM playlist of oh, the no. most depressing songs she's like <laughs> send it to me <laughs> oh no so I sent it to her and like 36 hours later she's like I love this playlist and I'm so depressed and like yeah I, sometimes but like I, I mentioned earlier like sometimes you gotta let it bleed that's true and I think that it helps me because I realize that I'm in it because like something like what you said right now like you don't realize what you're doing to yourself but I think a lot of times, yeah, we don't realize what we're doing ourselves, but when we're cognizant of it, like, it's very therapeutic. Yeah, you're right. It and is. then you can almost, like, uh, I don't know, fill that gaping hole with some uplifting music afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> what about, like, before a show? What do you, do you like to listen to music before a show, or do you do, what do you do to get yeah. pumped up? Uh, I like, I like to listen to music and, um. Oh, what is it? Oh, Johnny played that song, that High Hopes by Panic at the Disco. That's okay. a good one. That That's a good one. It's a good pump you upper. Um, what do I like to do, though? Before show, I don't, if there's people around and stuff, I just kind of like to uh, get calm and just do a lot of breathing. Uh-huh. And um, I talk to myself in my head like, saying positive things po- you know like you? you can do like you're gonna do well you could do this you know like yeah i i get i i do the breathing uh-huh i do the breathing and then um i'm a big fan of joey diaz 
So he says that, well, and Joe Rogan has said about Joey Diaz that Joey Diaz has to get mad before he gets on stage. Like something's got to trigger him. Oh, really? And then Joey goes up on stage and because Joey has said that like comedy is like our way of fighting back. It's like our way of fighting back against depression. It's our way of fighting back against getting bullied. Mm-hmm. It's our way of fighting. And so he's got to put his mind. And so like sometimes like I'll start looking around the crowd and I'll be like, fuck these guys. Fuck them, dude. Here we go. They're ready. They want to show. They're gonna get. They're about to get all of these motherfuckers right now. And like, and then like, then I'll start repeating the Prince song, the Prince line before the night is through. You will see my point of view, even if I have to scream and shout. That's fucking great. That's like your mantra. And I will get myself so pumped up. Uh And then, yeah. And then I go up there to the three people. Those three brilliant. people are gonna listen. God damn it! <laughs> That's brilliant. But I I do the breathing too, and, and um, a couple of times uh, when I've felt that it's been super important, I've said fuck it and taken headphones mm-hmm. and just been sitting in the corner listening to music, not talking to anybody, but just like watching the crowd. And but yeah. no, you gotta just do that. I know it's hard because um, uh, like if you haven't seen someone in a while, but. It can pull you out of it if you just start standing there shooting the shit with someone like one minute before you're going to yeah. go on. Yeah. 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 I was watching this this documentary um, on uh, on Hulu. I can't remember what it's called, but it follows these comics who are all trying to get onto the Just for Last Festival. Oh, I saw that. I saw it on Amazon Prime, though. Yeah, is that what it was? It was on Amazon Prime. There was a blonde girl there was the from Ro- New York. Rosebud Baker. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it was the blonde girl. Rosebud okay. Baker was the blonde girl. Then there was the two guys from L.A. Then there was the, 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 the black girl from L.A. Uh-huh. And she's the one that taught me, because, like, I saw her, like, she would get so into herself. And then I saw her, like, she would tell people, don't talk to me right now. Oh, okay. Do you remember that in the show? And she I would, missed that. Yeah, she would just straight up tell people, like, people would come up just like, I can't right now. I'm getting ready to go on. Uh-huh. And I was like, you can do that. Like, you can tell people, like, not right now. And people kind of know, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because I don't always want to talk right before. Right after, I'll talk to everybody. Same here. Yeah. I'm always just, like, so happy when it's over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you ever black out, or are you cognizant of it? No, but I, um, like, what can happen is that if I'm telling the same joke, for like you know i haven't been doing it as often as i should be lately that's probably why my last show was so good uh but Mm. but uh if i were if i were consistently doing this same like seven minutes that i've got pretty solid right now uh what can happen is that i lose interest in the shit i'm saying because i'm like well i've said this a thousand times Uh and um I think and I don't like blackout, but I just am not like like you're going through the motions. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like not. when you drive home and you're like, oh, I'm home now. Yeah. 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 yeah totally. Uh huh. When I lived in L.A., though, I would black out in the traffic like it not like not like I would black. I'd get home and be like, huh, I'm home. Yeah, you know, like you don't remember any of the landmarks. Yeah, like I don't remember passing by this or this. I don't remember that drive that just took me an hour. It is weird, huh? It's so weird. Yeah, yeah. When uh, I I want to go back to, to talk about shows and getting pumped up. 
I want to talk about like uh, walk on music, like uh-huh. your walk up music. Do you have anything like that you that you pick? Okay, what did I? I was just thinking of one the other day, and it's totally like escaped my mind. I, I let me tell you the two people who's I'm totally jealous of freaking uh, Wendy Lewis using Back in Black. Oh, is she? Yeah, she and it's, she just rocks out. Like she doesn't use it all the time. But then one time, I was like, one time at one of the storytelling shows, fucking Johnny walked up to... Um, Father John Misty? No, Bruce Springsteen. Hey, little girl. Oh, on Mont Fire? Yes. Yes. Who the fuck walks up to a slow song? I know. And it was brilliant. And I was like, I want to walk up to that song forever. He does it with another slow song, too. The Father John Misty song. It is cool. Yeah, and I was just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. That is awesome. And everybody loves Bruce Springsteen's I'm on Fire. Like, yes. It just sets everyone into a good mood. Well, I'll tell you what it does to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it gets everyone thinking. <laughs> thinking about sex. Yeah. It is a good mood. <laughs> yeah. that And that's such a great song. And when the first time I saw him walk out to that, I was like, what the fuck, dude? That's such a great song. Yeah, I it never, is. Because like anytime I'm thinking, I'm like thinking what could get the crowd pumped, what ex- excitement, energy, and like that's just like kind of, I guess maybe because he's a storyteller though too. It's like, it's like slow down. He's <laughs> like, slow down, playboy. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always feel too like if I, if I chose a song that had like this long kind of introduction, um, you kind of have to sit in like the um, background, waiting till it like gets to the point of the song before yeah. you like walk out. Yeah. No, I like, I like, um, like poppy songs too. So, what's your uh, um, with you, you have you have kids, man, and the, uh, yeah, the kid music. How often does how often does kid music take over your your car? Well, there. Okay, there's like this one, I guess, uh, group called Kids Bop, and they kind of sing G-rated versions of every pop song that's been made. But really, but they like good music. Uh-huh. My kids do, so they're they're not like <clears throat> they. There was like a JoJo Siwa little run with JoJo Siwa. We have to listen to some of that, which is she's like a Nickelodeon kid. Uh-huh. She sings like. Every girl's a super girl, you know, oh boy. like it's kind of like, are these messages damaging as much as they are helping? I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. What, what about have you introduced your kids to the Beatles? No, I haven't. OK, I'm looking at your Beatles paraphernalia. Yeah. I yeah. Like the Beatles. I, I, I would like to, you know, I'd start them on something they might think is funny. Octopus's like, Garden. Yeah, I was just gonna say like the like the Yellow Submarine stuff. Or... Oh, you know what? They did sing Yellow Submarine at the school. Oh, really? Yeah, that was cute. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh, yeah, I think every kid needs to get introduced to the Beatles. Yeah. Oh my gosh, they they love that. Um, they love that song. Right on. So, what else have you been working on? Any more writing, or are you just focusing on the comedy and the and producing your? Your hit show, Love Horrors. Okay, I've got a great, I've got a couple great ideas. So um, I'm still doing my blog, which maybe it's not as frequent, but that's fine. It's it's quality, not quantity. Yeah. And then um, the Love Horse show is um, 
is a lot of fun. Um, then I, I need to, what I'm going to work on, focus on a lot now is just networking and getting on shows. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I also am taking, going to take that film class at the comedy spot. Oh, when does that start? So that's It the, starts on Tuesday. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm and pumped. It's, it's four weeks? It's actually six classes. It's six classes. That's what's like, what a deal. You get six classes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And do you have to have your own camera or do they, or do they, do they have cameras? No, they've got, they've got the cameras. Wow. Uh-huh. Tuesday nights. Yeah, because I, I think, like, I have this funniest idea for um, these little clips uh-huh. that I'm not going to ruin right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but by blowing my surprise. Oh, but, but that's exciting. Yeah. Man, yeah. I, I'm excited for our little group of friends and all our little projects that we have going. I know. And I I get, uh, I I cannot tell you, like, how, how giddy I was not. First, that you were producing a show at, uh, at in the ten thirty slot, I was like, "Yay, go Alicia!" And then I was like, "Holy shit, Emily and Carolyn are gonna be in it!" Then I was kind of jealous. I was like, "What? Oh my gosh, that's so awesome!" But I, I, I absolutely cheer for you guys every time. Like, thanks. I'm super excited. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. It's gonna be a learning process too, because like I don't know if having three people doing eight or nine minutes is a good idea if we should have brought in a fourth person to kind of um, alleviate any type of pressure in case somebody's not like quite there uh-huh. but um, uh, we'll see yeah but like you said it's a learning it's all a learning experience uh-huh. yeah 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 but I know everyone's got some good horror stories to tell and so hopefully um, we can keep doing them and then everyone can get a chance to go out and tell these stories awesome yeah well alicia thanks for coming by today and chatting with me thanks too jesse did we talk about everything we wanted to talk about i think we did we talked about yeah i think so awesome and if not you can come back sometime okay great and we'll do it again great i great all right thanks for stopping by alicia thanks Bye. bye hey man that's the podcast Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you laughed a little bit. I hope you learned a little bit. I hope you come back. Peace. Take care of one another.